Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Toddcast Show. My name is Todd Mira. I'm your host, and I'm so excited to set out on this podcast journey with all of you. You can catch new episodes on Wednesday mornings at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, and for playback anytime, of course, like your computer or smart device, you can always visit our website at ToddCastShow.com. That's ToddCastShow.com. We're still adding the show to directories, and soon you'll be able to tune in via your favorite podcast listening platforms like iTunes, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer, and others. So be sure to stay tuned for updates. Now let's get on with the show. Today we are visited with someone who's not exactly a stranger, but close enough. We've not really met. We actually crossed paths in a really cool and unique way, and that's why I'm sharing this with you today. I'm joined by Sarah, and Sarah, you're in Tennessee, is that right? Yes, yes. I'm so glad um, that I could be here with you. Thank you so much, Todd, for having me on your podcast. And yes, I am in Tennessee. I am about uh, 45 minutes outside of Nashville in a town called Clarksville. Wow, Nashville, that's uh, country territory, isn't it? Lots of uh, bars. You know, that's what a lot of the media has made seem, uh, made it seem like. But, you know, there is a lot of country here, but there is so much more than just country here. It's a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. And music, that's the place where uh, music happens quite a bit, right? Yes, all types of different music. Big on country, of course. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of good jazz scenes down here. And there is mm. also a lot of um, hip-hop and R&B scenes uh, that are down here. That's one of the things that I actually come from. I used to work at a radio station here in Nashville, and I also was an entertainer myself. I was a female rapper. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And actually, we should probably tell people how our paths crossed and uh, you know, just uh, to oh, help people see how life works and its mysterious ways. So, okay, that's no problem. Um, it's really like, just like you said, it's divine alignment. Um, it was through TurboTax. Since I say about 2011, I've always filed uh, my taxes myself and done it through TurboTax. Very easy, mm-hmm. simple, great program. Love it. Um, however, within the last year, I've had some supernatural, miraculous things happen to me, which led me to become self-employed. And within this uh, time of me being self-employed, I needed a little bit of assistance and decided to use the TurboTax Live and get a representative. And by divine alignment and placement, here I am. That is beautiful. And do you remember what it was that uh, made it clear that... Um you know, we should connect outside of helping you do your taxes. Hold on, Todd. My, my yard man just pulled up. Oh, I'm yeah, don't even worry about it. No, no, we can pause and edit. Don't even sweat it. Oh, the paint. You going to get them? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm so sorry, Todd. He's it's just okay. such an awesome man. This is what I mean about mm-hmm. divine alignment. He came and cut my grass today, and uh, now he just pulled up to clean out my garage. I have some paint in my garage that he's going to take out. So. Wow. That is so cool. Do you need to go, or are I you going to be able I to continue? I've been asking him about this, too. Hold on real quick. I'm going to move this out of the way. And take your time. Out. Take your time. Oh, my God. I'm so blessed right now. Like That's so right awesome. Now. This right just really surprised me. Um, he cut my grass today, and he is a cool, he's a Cudendero. What's um, that? He is, uh, Cudendero is a, a Spanish or Mexican healer. So what I do, such as like Reiki and energy work, that's what he uh, was ordained to do in Mexico, where he's from. And, of course, he's here in America now. And a divine alignment placed him in my life as well. Um, I used to have a yard man who uh, was kind of, you know, he just was cutting the grass and he didn't really care for the land like I care for the land. And so um, this year I reached out to him to see if he could come back to uh, cut my grass when it was time. And um, basically he kind of blew me off for days and then responded and was like, I can't book you until next week. 
So I stood in uh, my front yard and I just asked the universe, please send me someone that cares about my land and cares about the plants and loves the earth in the manner that I do. The same day, I went to my mailbox to check comments after the mail ran. I had no mail. The only thing that was in my mailbox was his card. It was a landscaping and a lawn card. And so he's been my yard man since. And today he came to cut my grass. And, of course, I tipped him because it, it's been very dry. My grass hasn't needed to be cut in a month. Mm-hmm. And um, I just tipped him with love. And he came back to clean out my garage, which was something that he does everything for me. If I say he put my grill together, he's, uh, he does like handyman work for me just because he's a very good spirited person. And so he just popped up to come clean out my garage. That is so cool. Wow, man. That's vicious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that act of manifesting is uh, also very interesting. Uh, that is that was something that I definitely wanted to speak about is manifesting because that's how I connected to you as well. I manifested you. Yeah, and and I should tell you a little bit about myself in that way, just so you know. Um, I'm a second generation initiate of a living master named uh, Master uh, Master Thakar Singh. I always get confused. There's Kirpal and Thakar, and it might sound a little weird, but it's just Eastern Indian and uh, inner light and sound meditation. So in the early 90s, I was in Northern California up in Humboldt County and going to school and I ran across this girl, you know, and it was really amazing. It was in Monkey Wards. Remember that store, Montgomery Wards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She used to work there. And she was really cute. And uh, so I was going to try to flirt with her, you know, and Instead, she turned it all around on me and invited me to her satsang. <laughs> and, it, and it was like the most beautiful thing ever, and I'll never forget, you know, and it was the beginning of my meditation journey. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't practice as much as I should anymore, and maybe this is one of the reasons why we've connected to help remind me of that. But um, yes. no, no coincidence, I'm telling you, but I've had an out-of-body experience, and I've had the most amazing meditation sessions for hours and all that with these people and sharing food and music and love and just having a really great time. So that was the first taste of that sort of thing. And outside of Christianity and reading the Bible, uh, you know, in high school, smoking weed and going to the beach and reading Bible, I always dug the book Proverbs. I still do. Uh, that's one of my favorite books in the Bible. And so I used to really get into Jesus and God in that way, and that's how I explored Christ. And I was baptized uh, by a friend of mine, actually, who was a music minister, he was called. And the priest or the pastor okayed him to baptize me. It was really cool. Like, my buddy for years, like, dunked me under the water for the first time. And it was... Uh, amazing. It was. And then one last thing real quick to throw in there for you to chew on is that... Um, this ties in directly with the gentleman that's there now actually is I used to work in the mortgage business and I was a loan officer assistant for this guy and he was amazing the coolest guy ever to work for his name is Chuck Helpful and uh, if anybody ever needs a home loan in San Diego California call Chuck Helpful that sounds amazing I haven't seen him in 20 years but Chuck is the greatest guy ever and I really love him to death I'll never forget him but Chuck sent me to a spiritual healing weekend. He paid like 450 bucks for me to go to, and that completely changed my entire life. And it was a shamanic healing experience, three days, and it was amazing. And uh, I can only imagine, and then being surrounded by um, light body beings such as yourself as well, and you all are um, actively healing together and things like that, I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your manifestation process and what works for you and what you tell people that, you know, would like to experience those types of things in their life. That's one of the things that I actually kind of, um, with my practice that made me self-employed, how I was able to connect with you. That's one of the things that I do teach. Uh, the main um, two things for manifesting the life that you want is, one, um, trust to believe and uh, you just have to you know let it go from there a lot of people um, 
say they trust and believe, but then worry. You can't worry. You have to have understanding that what to be is happening for a reason. It's either a lesson or a blessing. So that's really it. All I say is trust. If you see it, so it can be. I trust that I see this vision and I trust that I can bring this vision to life. I trust that the universe will support me and work in my favor to help bring everything that I need to me and remove everything that doesn't serve me away from me. Yes. It's nothing more special than that. Your magic is your mind. And it's easy to get lost in the shuffle of life to even think about that because there's so many obstacles. We're busy focusing on the struggles and challenges instead of the opportunities, right? Yes, and I always tell people when we're in these struggles and when we're in these challenges, look and ask, what is this teaching you? Why are you experiencing this? That like going into that meditation that you were just speaking of, these are things that when I'm in a meditative state um, and I'm clearing my mind, those are the things that I'm searching for. I don't want to get hung up into feelings and vibrate to a lower frequency that I need to be by engaging in those feelings such as fear, anger, sadness, or things like that. Um, I just want to know what is the lesson behind what am I experiencing um, because we ask for a lot of things and sometimes we have to be built to receive what we're asking for. Right, to be prepared. Are you, yes, are you even prepared to get what you're asking for? Mm -hmm. Would you say that, uh, just to back up a little bit, the trust that you speak of, you know, that's a big thing. Trust is, uh, is. you know, it's hard to come by in people. So how do you trust in something that's invisible? You know, I practice the same beliefs that you do, but how would you illustrate that for someone seeking that knowledge? You know, to be honest, the same way you trust that there's air you need to breathe, you can't see it, but you believe that you have to have it every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's no different than that. And if, you know, we were to go into like religious standpoints, you know, for each religion, um, they have their own uh, God or deity that they worship and trust and believe in that they don't see as well. So um, trust is an energy feeling. You know, you know, you can feel when something is right for you. You can feel when something um, is not right for you. And when you're balanced and you're in doing your spirit work and you have your vessel clean and pure, you'll know how to trust in the decisions that are coming to your mind and to your heart that this is right for me. This was sent to me by divine alignment. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to, you know, how I'm supposed to move. You just have to trust and believe in that. The same way we trust and believe in everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, We just live in a world that uh, operates on a lot of lower vibrational frequencies such as fear. We've been put in fear that if you don't work, you can't uh, get money. If you don't do this, you can't do that. When everything was a creation of man, your money is your energy. Your energy is your currency. And that currency will attract everything to flow to you and through you as it needs to be. And the abundance is already clearly prevalent. I mean, look at politicians. They've stolen more than any of us will ever see in a lifetime. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And worth a quarter at night. But in the front screen, on the pictures, the money, you know, they get it. But that's the obligation that they choose. My obligation is I just want to be comfortable. I want to be at peace. I don't manifest money. That's something that I literally just posted on my social media page. Um, I want to say it's not earlier this week, last week. I never manifest money. I manifest understanding. I manifest uh, clarity. And those are the things that keep me aligned, working in my divine purpose. While working and serving in my divine purpose, I am rewarded by what we experience in this realm is called money. So sometimes it could be maybe looked at sort of like instead of wishing for a Mercedes, you're focused on the transportation aspect of of the exactly. Uh, I, I trust and believe. I don't manifest. And it's funny you say this because this is a story I've told as well. Cool. Um, I lost my car. Um, a year ago and I have been without that I had a medical malpractice which resulted in me getting uh, part of my foot amputated I contracted expenses while in their care I was poisoned with their medicines Um, I passed away came back to life I'm considered a near-deather wow Wow. So with with that experience, I was on a leave for my job. I worked in healthcare myself. 
Um, and from being on this leave, I just kept getting divine messages. Don't go back to work. You're a healer. You're a priestess. You're a shaman. I was getting all of these like divine messages. And I've always been that healer, mother, nurturing friend. So I'm like, okay. And, you know, I was practicing a lot of healthier lifestyles and just trying to do better um, with myself. And I was told that if I were to return back to work, that things would not work out for me. So July of last year, I just celebrated one year being a entrepreneur. Awesome. Um, thank you so much. That's um, so July great. of last year, I left. And by November, I was stressing for clients, basically. I was doing anything, trying to do videos, trying to do this. It was like I wanted money. I wanted people to, you know, trust in my products and trust in me. And it was just like my frequency was just up. And my root chakra was in balance. Mm. I wasn't secure. I wasn't um, feeling stable. I wasn't feeling connected to the earth or to people. And it's because I was basically trying to force something. I wasn't just flowing. So I went through a lot of trials and tests. And one of those tests was my vehicle. I lost my car. Um, The moment that I let it go and I stopped stressing, anywhere I needed to be, spirit made sure I was there. Mm. Um, I do a lot of vendor events and pop-up shops and uh, different things like this alongside of my Etsy shop. And -hmm. I've never once had to worry how I'm going to get there or, you know, how I'm going to get home. I was taught that I had to decipher and have deep discernment in the difference in my wants and my needs. Mm. And that was something that I was taught. And a lot of people be like, well, you need food. Well, in my eyes, needing food is as simple as going out on the land, being able to identify a tree or a vegetable or a fruit that I can eat that's the earth providing for me. It doesn't mean that I have $4 to go to Wendy's and get a four for four. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my perspective was just changed to something completely different, and I was basically forced to trust these voices, the uh, energy uh, connections that I was receiving and all of these things of trust in the universe, trust in me, trust in me, which it's me, trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and just to dispel the possible haters that don't understand what we're talking about, uh, because we want to educate them too. Hearing voices to some people might, you know, be an entry point for a joke. They don't get it. I understand the energy. Could you describe how that works and what that experience might be like so someone can separate it from schizophrenia? (laughs) Most most definitely because that's one thing that, you know, people would love to do is is call us crazy, but it's no crazier than you dropping to your knees and praying to someone. When you are praying to this quote-unquote religious uh, god or deity, you're talking to yourself. That's the same difference. I'm talking to myself and I'm trusting to myself based off of the frequencies that the universe is providing. So I always tell people, you know, don't judge us for knowing that our thoughts are coming from within, whereas some people will go to a coven or a church or a different place and they'll all worship somebody together. If uh, you have a group of people who worship a uh, unseen, unknown entity, that's called religion or church. But if you have an individual, then they call it crazy. Mm, I see. And then uh, the guidance that you receive, uh, you know, in the Christian faith, I've experienced people that, you know, and honestly, I think this might be a little much for me, even as a believer, but they, they, you know, I've had people tell me they talk to Jesus like he's sitting there in the ca- in the chair right next to him, like he's a real mm-hmm. person, and, you know, and to me that seems yeah. kind of crazy, but, you know, maybe it isn't, and... Um, is it crazy? Is it not crazy? Is it more of an instinct? Is it a feeling? I'm going to tell you what it is, is it's within. What, the one thing that I learned is not that um, I wouldn't, you know, not to say that there isn't a Jesus or a, a Buddha or whomever or Rastafari, Celestii, whomever, you know, mm-hmm. you worship. But the one thing is to understand is that God is within. God is in all things. God is in the plants. God is in the vessel of the flesh, in our bodies. God is in everything that is created here by humans. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all, we are all gods and goddesses within God. Do you believe in uh, something called universal source? Most definitely. Yes. And so basically through our existence here on earth, um, just to kind of connect the dots and identify with what you're saying, make sure I'm on the right track, but I'm 
what I'm reading into is kind of something I believe anyway, is that everyone across the planet has the capacity to see the same thing in God or a higher power, barring atheists or agnostics, you know. Uh, but yes. people that believe we can all see the same thing if we get out of the way of the different things that have been built into those things to divide us, you know. Yes. Like in and the end. these books and these practices, and the one thing that all of them have in common is there is a higher power. Mm-hmm. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and, and part of the key I was thinking in this is that if we all see what that higher power is the same, even through different lenses of experience, you know, um, that in itself is quite powerful. You know, it's a sense of unity and, you know... Uh, the web of light, that's mm -hmm. literally what we're experiencing right now. Um, we're connecting those dots by those similar visions and like-minded thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. Like I told you, uh, communication with me isn't something that I'm very pressed about. I don't feel bad if I don't talk to someone because I know that if I think about you or if you think about me, we feel that energy pool together and it's no hard feelings. That's telepathic communication. There's That's been plenty right. of times where we'll think about a person and then next thing you know, they're messaging you, they're commenting on a Facebook post or whatever. And a lot of people believe in words such as coincidence rather than alignment absolutely yes and that's part of what i seek um in the show is to help connect this and i mean your subject matter it seems like uh, we're going to need to have more than one episode together <laughs> of course <laughs> you know like uh you're, you're starting um, I just want to give you your credit, too, because uh -huh. like, you make it so easy because you just flow, and that's the purpose of what you're creating this show for, is for individuals just to link up and not even uh, think about something such as time, because mm -hmm. it doesn't exist. We're just flowing and organically letting it happen, and hopefully uh, people enjoy the organic uh, creation that we've made today. Agreed, agreed. And there's still some more time, so let's not stop oh, here. Oh, yes. Look, it oh, ain't no. over till it's over. <laughs> it's not over. Hit me up again. I'm ready. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm down for it because yeah, my yeah. job, I work for the universe. And what you're doing, you're working for the universe as well. You're using a literal frequency, such as the radio and the podcast. You're using your frequency, your energy, and your vibe, and you're sending and putting those things together, and you're connecting like-minded beings. Like, this is fulfilling the purpose as well. So I know yes. definitely you'd be down to come in here and there. Right on, right on. And I would love that. That sounds perfect. Um, let me ask you something. Like, uh, you heard... Uh, my previous episodes and kind of have an idea you know I'm coming yes. I'm coming from some pain and trauma and uh, different ways and I've seen a psychologist for quite a while and um, a psychiatrist as well to help with some medication I've been taking Lexapro for a number of years to help keep anxiety down and um, you know I medicate and all that so uh, I was just wondering you know for people that do struggle because I've had to really learn and dig into this and it's taken me a while even as a mature adult and I consider myself reasonably intelligent most of the time anyway. Yes. But it's like, you know, you still struggle with these feelings of inadequacy or doubt and, you know, when you said trust in the universe, of course, and, you know, there's a lot of evidence to manifestation and they were even talking about how the CIA recently disclose that uh, you know they've proven manifestation to be real but how do you escape yes. you know how would you say to escape the human element of that spiritual process because it seems like you're mixing oil and water with those two things you know most definitely um, I will 100% say that I do know and I can relate to what you're saying I also know that everybody will not have the same strength or mental capacity that I had to get over um, what I went through to get to where I'm at now you know it's not as easy um, as I may make it sound for someone else but one thing that I say to people is don't be so hard on yourself don't compare your journey to someone else uh, one of my favorite things is get out of your head and get into your heart because our mind is where we create uh, situations which could be uh, reality or illusions. 
it could start out as a reality and then we start putting all these different pieces and creating it to be something that it's not and we can trick ourselves out of our own position sometimes Mm -hmm. and we've got to just not be so hard on ourselves when we are going through these situations and understand that look at where you're at today look at where you've been through you made it so sometimes we're going through these tough uh, situations or tough uh, problems for a purpose and you just have to sometimes self-analyze and just not be hard on yourself love on yourself give yourself grace be thankful for the lessons and the blessings no matter how hard or soft they may come because it's not easy it's not just as simple as trusting i didn't trust for months i didn't trust for years and not trusting is kind of what got me through a lot of situations misguided because I allowed my mind to create what I thought it was and not accept it for what it actually was. Mm, I see. But there could be a missed opportunity in that. Most definitely. But I'm going to tell you this from my standpoint. I, I definitely can see where it can be missed opportunity, but I've learned to believe that with divine alignment and the divine plan, everything happened as it should have. Sometimes I didn't show up at certain places I was supposed to be because I wasn't ready to be at those places. In my mind, in my heart, I thought I wanted to be there. But had I got there, I may not have been the way I needed to be. There are many of people who I've uh, known on social media and never met in real life. And I know that if I would have met them at the time that we connected on social media, we wouldn't have had the same relationship that we had once we developed and matured and grow. Cool. Wow, so you've met people through social media? Of course. I love it. Like I'm I'm just a magnetic being. Um and I don't see anything. I don't see a color. I don't see gender. I don't see anything. I just feel energy. So if you have good energy, you know, and plus, like I said, I, I worked in the radio and I did music. So I was kind of uh, not a behind-the-scenes person, yeah. so I was forced to kind of be out. And I'm not like a very big, uh, I want to be seen type of person. I actually wanted to do radio because I thought that I wouldn't be seen. Oh, that's <laughs> so interesting. Already, you might as well be heard, right? <laughs> yes, like you can hear me because clearly these jaws can go. Like, yeah. I can talk. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, I, I just... I make good judgments and I trust that I'm meeting these people for the reasons that the divine sees fit. It's the reason why you crossed my path. It's the reason why these people on social media have crossed my path. And um, I'm grateful. A lot of them were lessons. A lot of them were lessons. And I'm here. I made it. Interesting. Yeah, that's good for me to hear. I have a lot of friends on Facebook because of my music. And I, I yeah. you know, that, that was the purpose of building it. But the idea was, you know, to connect and this and that. And they stuck with me for a real long time, but I never think of them as being real because it's it's not real, you know. And so yes. I have a hard time humanizing social media. That's why I typically don't care for it very much. So hearing your, your vision is a lot healthier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I mean, I honestly can see from your eyes as well. Like, I see both ways. Um, I wasn't always this... Uh, Free. I wasn't always this open and willing to uh, network and mingle with people. I was very um, reserved. I was bullied when I was younger. I went through a lot of different traumatic experiences that made me a very closed, reserved person. Um, but that's one of the things that I've had to heal is to understand that everybody is, just because I've been hurt before, it doesn't mean that everybody is here to hurt me. That's right. Um, That's right. And I never know, like you said, opportunities that I could have by mingling with these people. Some have been great and some have been, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I see the good more so than I see the bad. And I've made a lot of great connections. Would you mind me asking you something? Uh, Go ahead. Something kind, of, kind of personal, but how much of your family is still whole? Do you have a good family or did you have struggles with family members too? Tell, tell me about your family life. I have been the black sheep since I was a, since I was born. Um, me and my mom. My mom is a uh, sibling to seven, um, six that she grew up in the house with. It was six of them, and then uh, my grandfather had another child outside of the home. And um, because of some of her decisions, um, she did drugs, 
and she's been, you know, off of drugs for 32 years. I'm 33 years old. You do wow. that. God bless her. Right it's, on. You know what I'm saying? Like, right I just to honor my mom. She's a very amazing person. But because of some of those choices, you know, here we are at 32, 33 years later, and they still, you know, want to perceive her as the less fortunate one or, you know, like we're not good enough or these type of things. And so I just, you know, I say to my own, uh, one thing that I've learned is that we all come from the earth and we return to the earth. So, like I said yeah. already, I don't see color, I don't see gender. Todd, you are my brother, you are my family. Um, and Thank you. I created my own family. You know, we are all connected. So, mm -hmm. they are by titles given in this realm, such as aunties and uncles. Um, and I will never take that away, but I will never conform myself, my energy, and my peace um, to be judged or in a place that I don't feel uh, so frequency of love. I don't right. care who it is. And I'm you. very open about that. Mm -hmm. So would you consider yourself to be estranged from your family as well, or do you still have connections with people? I have connections um, with few here and there. Um, it's very uh, ironic because my dad wasn't really there growing up, but his side actually is in more communication than my mother's side just because they hold a lot of um, past things against her and once I got of age and um, I was taking care of my own self, paying my own bills, had my own place, any time I would then see them disrespect or be mean, be little uh, to her, I took up for her. So that's how it became, you know, me and her, basically. And then I have an older sister who they actually, my other family, they love her and mother her. Um, but, you know, we, you know, we don't think anything of it. If that's the choice that you make, this it may be, but we're just not going to put ourselves in any environment, family, friend, a job. It could mm -hmm. be a, any, anywhere, a, a grocery store. If I don't feel that the frequency of the energy level is correct, I remove myself. That's one thing I've learned. I create my reality. I create where I can be who mm -hmm. is uh, allowed in my space. Mm -hmm. So if someone does something harmful to me, it's because I allowed them into my space. I see. I see. And the part of the reason I was digging is because you do have a really healthy outlook. And I was wondering if you developed it more through the, you know, adjustment of being independent and isolated, or was it through the strength and, you know, help and support of family members? That's really what it is. It really was independent and isolation. Um, I did. I did go through um, a very isolated time, especially like with my foot and other times that I've been through because I'm the type of person that I don't like to ask for help. I really just kind of, well, I used to just go through it and dig myself out of these holes. I would never look to anybody to do anything and I would isolate myself a lot, you know. That's why I said earlier, I don't uh, hold phone calls or text messages. If you haven't talked in a week or a month, just know that life is lifing. We're that's all right. here just trying to live, and that's kind of how I've lived. I've isolated myself, but I that's something that I've done better with, mm -hmm. um, with not isolating myself so much. Yeah, um, so I being around friends and things. Yes, I've learned now just to kind of speak up. You never know who can lend a helping hand. Or you can help. Or that's what I'm saying. Like, we all can be helping each other. Like, that's exactly. kind of what we were put here for it to help learn and love each other. Exactly. Well, I agree. Yeah, and I'm I'm all about that. That's a beautiful thing. Um, so for your situation, you actually turned some of your uh, obstacles into opportunities to grow, let's say. Yeah, from tragedy to triumph. That's awesome. like what I say all the time. Like, we can't allow what we're going through to um, take us where we're headed. Like I, in my mind, I know where I'm going. I know what I want in life. I know what I want to do. So there's no way that a roadblock can stop me. I'm just going to find a detour. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And that's always based on a goal. The ship needs uh, coordinates to get where it's going, right? Yes. And just because something happens doesn't mean that we don't complete the course. Yeah, that's true. It's a big wide ocean. You can get there more than one way. 
Yes, like I always tell people, um, two plus two for four, but the other one plus three, so plus zero, so it's two times two. I can keep going. We <laughs> do eight minus four, whatever. But the the thing is, we all can get to the same point, and that's why we must be kind to one another because what works for me may not work for you, and that's okay as long as we're getting to the destination of peace, love, and happiness. Yeah, exactly, absolutely, and we should. Um I can see another call uh, in our future here where we address that because that's something I really don't like and struggle with is uh, seeing violence um, committed against innocent people. And yes. I really, really have a hard like I don't like watching anything get hurt. Animals, people. I, I try not to even step on the damn, you know, spiders. I'll, I'll do my best. I'm scared to death of spiders, but I'll try to get it you outside. Know, I'll try to get it outside, all right? <laughs> that's what I was about to say. So, like, one of the things that, like, as a gardener, um, I lived in the city in Nashville for most of my life. When my mom, she left an abusive guy when we were 10 years old. So I lived basically from 10 um, until I was an adult in Nashville. And we were, you know, stripped away from that off-grid life because I have lived an off-grid life before as a child. That's how I was raised. Oh. And um, we went into a city life. And so I kind of lost touch because I spent 20 years in the city. And I just moved back out to um, outside of Nashville two years ago. And so I got back into the garden. And there was one thing I was like, asking the universe to please remove fear from any uh, insect, any bird. Uh -huh. I've never, you know, had that feeling. And so, like you said, <laughs> like if I see a spider, I'm trying to take it outside. I don't want to mm -hmm. kill it. I don't want to smash it. And I live a plant-based life. So that's, just, you know, I also am conscious with the way that I eat as well. Um, I don't stay vegan because, you know, I don't exactly know if my clothes may have been harmed. Yeah, you know, a little leather, yeah. You know, whatever things here and there, but I, I do try for the most part to be very conscious uh, of the things that I do and how it affects everything around me because everything is a living item. Everything has a piece of God inside of it. It was created by a person who has embodied that, you know, energy in them as well. So I try to, I don't look at anything no less than I look at me. And some people think that that sounds weird and crazy that I could look at a cup and see it has the same value as a human. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you just made me think of something kind of funny, actually. On, on our back patio here, uh, sometimes I'll go sit out there and hang out, watch the sunset or the sunrise. It faces both ways. And there's this big black bug. Like, I've lived here for five years in this house, at least. And uh, there's this crazy big black scary bug that flies around. And he's been here for years. And I don't know what it is, but I swear we have an understanding because... He'll come, and that, that, that crazy black bug will come right up and take a look at me and just fly away, and he'll leave me alone, and every now and then he'll come by, but he never gets in my way, and, like, mm -hmm. I never bother him, and it's just a bug, you know, but there's, like, a life, a respect of life there, and, you know, yes. to, to me, that's what calls, and it's, like, I think on an intrinsic kind of supernatural level, maybe somehow we can all sense that, you know, maybe animals people, insects even on an instinctual level. You know. I definitely wholeheartedly know and believe and trust in that. Um, and that's why I said that was one of the things I had to come to terms with. Um, I do also believe that like animals and insects come with divine messages. They come with energy. They're coming with gifts, with knowledge, with wisdom. And sometimes those are moments that we should get still, we should get quiet, go within, see what the message is that, you know, is sent to you. We all I don't know if some people know, but I identify it as like downloads and uploads where you get these universal messages and you have these divine animals. Um, today, I was sitting on my back porch and I started the day with like white butterflies. Four red birds flew by. I had hawks circling my house, dragonflies. It was all of these, you know, divine animals that come with messages of transition, uh, new beginnings, rebirth, abundance, prosperity, peace, love. And, you know, sometimes we just have to remove that fear that was taught to us here in this third dimensional realm of these insects and understand that sometimes they may be coming to as a spirit guide to help you get back on track, to help you get focused. Um, yeah. 
like that. I wholeheartedly believe in spirit animals and insects and things like that. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to have talk about past lives and stuff. I oh, yeah. I've, I've seen that. Um, and I, I won't go deep in it because we're going to talk again. But yeah. one of my social media platforms, my name is the goddess Akula. And that is why that is my name, because I know who I am. I know where I came from. I give honor to my womb, my mother, um, her portal for bringing me here into this realm. And she gave me the name of Sarah Jane. And that is what a lot of people know me as. But I know me, and I know me as the goddess Akula. Right on. That's from a past life? Yes. That's amazing. Um, do you think that, I mean, just for fun, i got to ask, but uh, do you think that there's more than one past life? Can we have lived? Most definitely, because I've seen more than one past life. And like uh, I said, um, not only have I seen these past lives of my own, but I had this near-death experience where I encountered yeah. what would be considered the other side. And within traveling to this other side, I received what would be called a life review. And I was received uh, my life review of all of my lives that I've lived also a lot of the people that were in my life and why they were placed here why in this realm I am a displicious of Sarah Jane, why I am a young African American spicy woman, like I was given all of these reasons and whys and you know, why certain things happen and I wholeheartedly believe it I'll never uh, forget these images and visions that I've seen, I was, I was taken back to many places in my life and many experiences and I was giving a view that I didn't even see with those eyes, and I was there. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we should, uh, we'll talk about this uh, and schedule it, but yeah, that's an episode right there, and, and both of us have a story to tell along those lines. Yours is probably yes. more cl clear than mine. I had a really cool experience uh, twice, and it was enough to make it clear that, like, man, like, that was different. <laughs> yes, like, whoa, it does. Like, that's why we're like I wholeheartedly believe that that too is one of the reasons why we are also connected here in this place um, because like you said we'll pick this up later but typically like in those types of situations we had some type of encounter not only in this realm Mm -hmm. yeah I do believe in that stuff um, honestly I've gotten away from it a little bit so it is for me also such a blessing to have met you so that I can I was about to say that a lot of people aren't even ready to discuss that or like you said it's a blessing to get someone who is understanding open non-judgmental uh, non to those situations and you have your experiences as well regardless mm -hmm. to you know what I've experienced I love to hear from others as well like I said you're my brother as well like I love to hear from my brothers and sisters Thank experiences you. because we're all here with a purpose we're all we come from one, we return to one, and on this planet of Mother Earth, we are one. We're literally her. It's really not about money. Uh, I think everybody gets confused that it's about the pursuit of the money, you know, and that, that to me is also really weird. I've never felt that way. How about you? No, I never have, and I never will. I've always been a person that either I have it or I don't. Um, or either I have it or if you want it, what are you willing to do to get it? And I'm not willing to do anything that devalues myself or my morals for it. So either I got it or I didn't. Right. And that's oh. what got me working, you know, as an energetic healer because I'm not going to conform to the job that I was at. Um, the things that I experienced just for a couple of dollars, it was never about the money for me. Um, and that was why I left to do what I'm doing now because it's not about the money. It's about mm -hmm. the healing, the helping, the loving, the learning. Mm -hmm. The purpose and value to others. Yes, I am a servant. I am here to serve my brothers and sisters. I am your reflection. I am here to help you see what you may not see within with love. Beautiful. I love it. And actually, you know, this is perfect. You're uh, <laughs> you've done this before uh, but let's uh, wrap up um, any yes. any closing thoughts or things that might have come up that we missed or anything like that that you'd like to share and add to this you know the only thing like first of all like I said I just want to say thank you Todd for having me here there's so many um, amazing things coming it is, we didn't even mention it, but it is a full moon. It is the buck moon. It is oh. heavy energy right now. This is the time to manifest your dreams. So manifest everything that you desire. Release those 
fears, release all of that anxiety, the pressure of society and matching up the standards of the eyes of beings who aren't even healed themselves. Absolutely. So. And, and just to be fair, since this won't drop till next week, we're, we're speaking on the 13th. <laughs> yes, on the 13th. Yeah, so. today, today's the 13th, people. So when you hear this, uh, look up and the lady's not crazy. The, the moon was full tonight. <laughs> yes, look, you get to, you get to time travel, uh, back to July the 13th. So, you know, we're speaking future talk now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool, it's man. But, um, so I, do also, I do also want to say um, thank you for your platform. I do want to go ahead and do a shameless plug and a shout out to my business, which got me here to connect with you. My um, personal business is called Everything Jane, and it's everything spelled with the A, E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-A-N-G. Jane, J-A-N-E, and you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Etsy, I have an Etsy shop where I make a lot of holistic healing products, crystals, I wire wrap and do all types of things like that. I'm also on um, Instagram, that's my business page, but if you're interested in finding me, connecting with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Sarah Jane, the goddess Akula, and goddess is spelled the way that I see it and the way it sounds is God mm-hmm. is G-O-D-I-S because mm. God is Akula, A-K-U-L-A. And that's me on my Instagram and on Facebook. Very cool. Do you post a lot on your social media? On my Facebook, that is my go-to page. I'm constantly, I do like, sometimes I do full moon readings and, you know, tarot and oracle readings. Um, but I do a lot of my networking. That's where I built my major platform. That I'm trying to do better. It's just so hard juggling all of these different websites and social media. I just can't keep up with the trends. It's like yeah. you gotta have this, you gotta have that, and it's like goodness. I started on Facebook back in freaking 2007. I've had wow. my Facebook since 2007, so that's a long time. Yeah, man. I remember uh, MySpace. I was so happy Tom and I were friends, and it turned into... <laughs> I love MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the days, man. The old school MySpace was the shit. Oh, my gosh. That's what, you know, that's what social media actually was the shit, like, for real. Like, social media actually was cool back then. But yeah. now it's so, like, it's just fear because it's, like, it's, it's so crazy because good news can travel just as fast, but fear just travels faster. And it's mass, you know, reposting and, you know, things like that. But back in the MySpace days, it was good in the hood. You come on somebody's page, it's lit up, sparkling, they got music playing, their top eight lit. You know, we had celebrities as our friends. It was amazing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll never forget Nicki Minaj was my friend and she was in my top eight. <laughs> Oh really? That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was hip hop happening back then, man. I couldn't believe it. That was the first time I ever had fans, and it felt so good. You know? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And so, it's still around, uh, but I don't know how it's used. It I sucks. Close. They turn it into a hip hop and R and B trash can. Oh, it's like a polluted SoundCloud or something. I, I hate to say it, but it looks like what you'd get if you made a Bentley out of a VW Bug. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I can only imagine, like, the uh, <laughs> players and stuff that's playing there. Horrible, horrible. That's one of the things, like, it gives me flashbacks. I have, like, horrible flashbacks of people. Hey, did you get my song? And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> Man, I miss those days. Those are the good old days. I miss those days. Maybe it'll come back again somehow. Yes, hey, it's up to us, the people. You know, people got to stop feeling like they have got to have these perfect pictures. And, you know, everybody wants to be an IG model or a TikToker. You know, it's like once everybody stops being so perfect and just live, like just have without worrying about this isn't good enough, this isn't going to get enough likes. Like, we could have everything that we wanted, all of the good things. When I hear people say when life is good, we can make it great again. Mm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the real, that's the real yeah. make it great again. <laughs> is that funny? It's like you don't need a red hat to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like you just drop a boat, be crooked politician, you just be a great person. 
and that frequency travels to your neighbor. It makes them feel like they can be free enough to be a great person, and then voila, it's great yeah. people, it's great things. Yeah, I'd like to see integrity come back, and that's definitely another conversation. And you did really good, and I have to say, I, I want to thank you as well, of course, for being a guest today. And um, really, you're a blessing to me in more ways than you can imagine. Like, I've been smiling this whole time, just so happy. And, yes, uh, I hear it, and I feel it insane, too. My kicks get really hard and puffy, like raisins. <laughs> they're like once so hard <laughs> right on right on well raisins are better than prunes <laughs> oh most definitely prunes are going to clean you out hey it's the season for a detox so hey i might need to get some prunes Mhm. absolutely and um you know uh you know quite frankly it really it does take a special person to share in the way that you have and i really am glad that this is uh i mean nothing by chance everything happens for a reason and it uh, is you know, I really and I'm just so glad to share my my healing because one thing I know, like I said, we're all brothers and sisters and we're reflections of each other. And I know yeah. that my healing is healing to you. It gives you something. Your healing is healing to me. So we all benefit and heal from each other. And that's what this is all about. So I'm very grateful to be able to um, share this platform and, you know, dive in a little bit about who I am and, you know, how we connected, you know. You had an amazing healing story um, about using herbal oils and things. It's just so much. Like, mm -hmm. you would think that we've known each other for a very long time, and which we have in spirit, but here in flesh, you know, we're getting to remember and reconnect, and that's the beautiful thing. And I'm just very grateful, and I wish many blessings to you and your platform. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and, and I definitely will... Uh want to have you back and, and there seems like there's quite a bit to talk about so we'll discuss that and definitely I, yes. I see you again in the future I just feel bad because I missed the second show with the call but the third show is going to be a, a wonderful one and you made that possible so you know God bless yes. you and I really just want to tell you it warms my heart you know that you participated in this way I thank you very much most definitely. I'm just glad that um, we were chosen to align like this. Um, this is what the collective is needing. They're needing good energetic exchanges like this. It's just beneficial for mankind. So uh, that's what I'm here for. My uh, mission and purpose is serving people. I am here to heal the heart and heal the land. And I hope that I can do that with um, the um, conversation that we had today. I'm very blessed and grateful. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Perfect. I uh, thank you very much. And I want to want to thank everyone for tuning into the Todd Cash Show today. If you found this episode helpful and meaningful, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on what's next. Remember that the Todd Cash Show is all about community and connection. So follow the podcast on your preferred social platform or visit our website at toddcastshow.com to stay updated on everything I have in store. Be sure to tell your friends and family about the Toddcast Show so the podcast family can continue to grow and share on an international level. As you can see from today's episode, people have a lot to share. So what will your story be? Let's find out. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much again, Sarah. And I just want to wish you a wonderful, blessed evening. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Todd. I wish to thank you as well. Many, many, many blessings to you. Absolutely, and I'll send you a text just to confirm that the recording worked. Okay, cool, and I'll talk to you soon. That sounds great. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.